preachers at the church like to say, we ain't gonna take long, but we're going to take our time. We'll talk about all the TV, movies, and music that define our everyday blackness. Welcome to the Black Card Podcast. Hey, I forgot how to shout. I was sitting there thinking like, all I know is I'm uh, April D. <laughs> what I say? Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Um. Hello. <laughs> what to say? Oh, what I be saying? Uh-huh. Uh, I hit record and I'll be like, "Welcome back to another episode of the Black." Card. No, but I say something before that though. Uh. This is sad. Damn. Okay, if okay, let me think. Oh, what's going on, everybody? This your boy Bird. <laughs> I'm April D. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh god. It's been too long. Oh, uh, there's a lot. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Black Card Podcast. Man, I have no idea what episode this is. Me, me neither. Forty. Film. Goddamn well, I mean, because you were doing your quarantine quarant- chronicles. Ooh, I got to put a whole W in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you about that, too. Like, why I stopped doing I Like, as she finds what number this is, I just want to say, what number is it? The best president. What, what number is it? They're like 41. I'm a Clinton fan myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's episode 44. Yes. Episode 44. Uh, well, say, oh, so, yeah, man, shout out to everybody that, uh, with the calls, the texts, the tweets, the messages, you know, wish me well, because, you know, I'm still here. And uh, forget some of y'all that didn't say nothing, because I could have been dead and gone. And I'm talking about, they ain't say not, oh, some folks ain't say not a word, knowing good and well that I had said, I had COVID and I was on day four. And, and I ain't never come back. <laughs> back. Ain't nobody said, God damn, he dead. <laughs> like, nobody said nothing. <laughs> and that's why I thought, I was like, God, like, damn, man, I need to tell Sandra to let them know that COVID ain't catch up with me. <laughs> but they, they just went on about their day. They just sending out their grand rising text and shit. <laughs> but um, real quick synopsis of what's been going on. Um, why we kind of uh haven't put anything out in a while so the of course the covid thing happened and in the midst of that uh i also sold my house so had to pack everything up so like i think i even had to move my closing back because of covid like i found out i got covid on that monday is when i think i got monday tuesday mm-hmm. when i got tested that Friday, I was supposed to close and sell my house. So, I told them, like, hey, we can't do it. So, we pushed it back for, like, two weeks. So, it went from me having COVID and I couldn't, you know, do anything to uh, packing up my whole house, which moving is a bitch. That is terrible. Um, the only thing that made this move here easy is because my apartment flooded right before I came over. So, I had nothing. And nothing. You had nothing. Yeah. Just had to walk I in. moved everything with my car. Oh, you had to start off. Mm-hmm. Bruh, so, like, move it. So, for y'all that don't know, I sold my house. 
but I don't have a new home yet. I am currently homeless. That is how I'm going to stage this portion of my life when I tell my kids my comeback story. But what actually is going on is I have a, I'm a, I moved in with my folks. So I sold my house, moved in with my folks, and I you know put some stuff in storage. And I've been doing that for, it's like week three, four, something How's like that. that. Going? Okay. This is the thing. Moving in with your parents is initially. All right, let me let me just be transparent and take you through the thought process. You know, you kind of feel like, hey, I'm past this. I'm an adult. Whoop de whoop. Do you feel like a screw? Yes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like you pull up at your folks' house. Like you really ain't got no like space of your own. But to go a little further on why I decided to do this because. Keep in mind, I didn't have to do any of this for the listeners. But in retrospect, honestly, the best decision I could have made. It financially spectacular. Like, I ain't saying I'm balling, but I got a little bit. I heard about you, bottle service bird. <laughs> I heard about you. Hey, let me tell you, homecoming was like at perfect time because like I had only I think I had got my check like probably about um, because, okay, another thing for y'all don't know, when you sell a house, you they take care of the mortgage aspect of what is owed to your debtor. So they pay that off and then whatever overages or whatever, that's just they wire it straight to your account and it's like damn near immediate. So mine was um, out of state, so I had to wait over the weekend. So that Monday, boom, money in my account. Mm. I was, I I literally was like, I want to go buy a chain. Like I, and the funny thing is, I actually did go buy a chain. I actually upgraded my chain, but that's besides the point. Do you have it on right now? Yeah, this one. <laughs> this, is, this is the one. Actually, you know, I, you know, I actually saw it, and I was like, I don't. Yeah. But it's been so long since I've seen you. But the, the funny thing is, I so my old chain it actually had a uh, had a kink in it, and I had went to go get it fixed. And while I was there. I asked him like, "Did you have like something a little, a little thick, a little more sturdier?" Because that one will always get snagged. So I mean, I did. But anyway, anyway, going all back, got the money now, and so I'm like, okay, financially, great decision. And looking at the market, um, you know, things are still selling high, but they're actually starting to like level off a little bit. Like, how's it starting to kind of stick on the market a little bit longer? And uh, so I, I I did do the right move on selling when I did sell. And uh, I saw this thing that uh, Zillow's kind of coming under fire for, you know, their practices. I heard. So, uh, I so I called my cousin to ask him about that. Yeah. So do I want to explain it to the listeners? Do they, you think they care? Yeah, it's interesting. Okay. So I'm going to try to give you the abridged version from how I understand it. Zillow, for people that don't know, is like the premier home search buying app so if you're looking for a house you get on zillow it shows you all the houses in the area that you're looking for if they're for sale for rent um then they uh tell you like the comps they tell you the price that they sold for their they call it the zestimate which is like how much they believe is worth whoop de whoop right so it became like a really solid indicator homes and i'm not even gonna lie to you that was what triggered my house sale because i had got an email from 
saying like, hey, this is how much your home is valued at at the at the moment. You know, for those that don't know, it's like you have comps, which is basically like comparable homes that have sold in your area and how much they sold for. So when I saw that number, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hmm. This is how much they buy houses for. So, but anyway, Zillow started, I didn't know this until it was kind of like, I'm not going to use the term exposed, but it kind of came on TikTok, but Zillow, the company has started buying homes. Okay. Some of y'all may think, all right, what's the problem with that? This is the thing. If they're buying homes and selling homes, they're also the engine that's dictating the price. So if they are play this, they can buy four, five, six hundred thousand dollar homes, tell you that, oh, the housing around has sold for we're selling them the other uh, ones around it are worth one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So now all it takes is for one person to buy uh, one of those $150,000 homes. Now the other nine homes that they own in the area are now worth $150,000. Mm-hmm. And in certain situations like in Huntsville where you have outside people coming in doing investments, they don't care about appraisal. They don't care. They buying it as is, like move out. Because that was my situation. They paying so, clothes. So you been getting them letters in the mail? I get so many of them letters trying to buy my. I'm like, I just got here. Yes, that I'm talking about. The letters will come in every week. Hey, I want to buy your house as is, no questions asked, cash, whatever. So that's what prompted like the wholesale. And I'm in a situation where I can do that, you know. So it's just me and my dog I had to move us out. Um. So and then also me and my homeboys were kind of talking about that. How it's like. To get some places in life, you have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some people, they, okay, everybody knows this is a great time to sell, right? Who is willing to make that current sacrifice to make that money? Who is willing to be uncomfortable for a year, year and a half, you know, move in with their parents? Because I, I see I'm not... I'm not the only one that moved in with their folks that sold the house and moved in with their folks. Like I, I actually saw somebody else recently that did it. And I've heard of another person that's in the, you know, motions of doing it. And so it's like, you got to get down to, you know, get up. So like, sometimes you had to look at like, are you willing to make that momentary sacrifice for the greater gain in the end? I think it's really nice that you are in a place where you can even do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like where your parents are like, okay, come on home. Because mm-hmm. I know like right now, I mean, like I do have family in the town, but. Well, they in the, in the no, come on in stage. They're they not in the come on in stage. So I think that um, in a sense, I, if somebody came with the right price, mm-hmm. I, I would wish I would be in a place where I could be like, okay, let me go. If I can go find an apartment real quick. The check they give you, you can. Like, so that was like, a nut, like I, I don't have any pressure. Like me staying at home is almost, is also a part of like my parents kind of thing. They're like, cause originally it was, I just want to sell now. I'm going to move in with y'all. 
before like I don't want any pressures to make my next decision. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to sell my house and be moving in somewhere else and whatever. Like I need to do it one step at a time. Like, okay, household, got my stuff out, got my storage unit, boom, I'm straight. So like now to if I wanted an apartment, I go get one tomorrow. Because, you know, again, like I said, they you cash their check. There is no apartment that's going to tell you no. There's no like, hey, you. I paid a year up front. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to do. You know, you have the means to do it. So it's um, it's definitely a, it's a, I mean, it's a tough decision to make. It's a, you know, whatever. But I think it's a more so of a planning or or a, it's a plan. And in my situation, with you know, my folks not minding me be home, they understand and they know that. It is a decision to be here. I'm not forced to be here by any means. Mm-hmm. So, and they see the the plan and they're on board with the plan going forward. So you've been getting home cooked meals and stuff like that all the time? Breakfast every day. Wow. Every day. Can't lie to you. But the, but the washing is like, I don't even, I'm not even eating crazy though. Like I'm actually eating, I honestly like, I'm eating more, I'm using the term healthy because they are home cooked meals. So it's like, um, processed fast food, like I don't like I haven't done that, you know, for real in the past couple of weeks. So I really don't be having like a urge to do that. So you know, hey, that's that's a benefit. That is a benefit because uh, if I had a home cooked meal every day, I guess I could cook it. But the way that life is set up, I really oh, yeah. was like, I think I might invest in meal prep for like at least the remainder of the year because that would take away some like pressure mm-hmm. what about um scoop be talking about time hello fresh i might try it but you still gotta cook that yeah but i hear it i mean i heard it's easier because it's literally like what you need oh, okay well i have to look into it but i'm like looking for i don't know like one day last week let me tell you how hungry i was like i worked a shift from three to eleven mm-hmm. something happened that kind of Wait, I don't know if they, they know, but also on the back end of me selling my house, you got... Uh, yeah, I got certified in my position. So, right. like, there's like a lot Congratulations are in order. Thank you. There's been a lot of, like, changes for us. So, like, what I want out of that certification now, though, is that I work, like, random hours. So, this week, we're potting, like, early in the week. Um, way different. Because we usually, what, do Thursday? Mm-hmm. But then, like, well, I think next Thursday will be... I might be able to do next Thursday oh, okay. because I'm, I'm on midnights next week. So like I, I won like different shifts. So last you, week, you're say midnight, she's going to work at midnight. Yes. And, um, so I got off work and it was like midnight. I knew I had not cooked. So I knew there was not food. Like I was like, I'm not cooking when I get home. I need something. I'm not going to lie. No people are going to be like, Oh, you nasty. I went to McDonald's. McDonald's was open. I think McDonald's is disgusting. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> But let me tell you why I almost cried in that drive-thru. I had to sit there for so long. All I got was four nuggets. No, I think I got six nuggets. They got some like $3 meals. Like you get some nuggets and fries. Mm -hmm. So I get that. She hands me this big bag. I typically check my food, but I was so tired. I just got open the bag. There were no fries in the bag. I actually just really wanted the fries. I got Mm -hmm. the nuggets because I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. So I go back around, like, I go back around to the window. Nobody comes to the window. I conk the horn. Nobody come. Like, kind of tap it, you know, just so that I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So then I go back around to the drive-thru, and they're like, hold on a minute. We're counting our drawer. I was like, 
bruh, I just want my fries. So I got to the, like, I when they finally came back, they were like, hey, what can I get for you? I was like, yeah, I ordered not too long ago. Y'all gave me my nuggets, but not my fries. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, just come around. So I get to the money window. I feel like the first window, if you know I'm just here for my fries, just go run and get my fries. Yeah. They did not. I get to the next window, the girl's like, oh, my bad, and hands me a bag of fries. And I promise you, they weren't even, like, all that good. Like, it, it tastes like they like the fries that she should have handed me. The first time. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my. This is why I don't even eat this. Like, I know the Lord was like, you don't even eat McDonald's. Bruh, I have, I have not tasted McDonald's in, oh, I mean, I say years, solid years. Because I... I I absolutely like really hate McDonald's, except for, except for breakfast. I can I can go get on board at breakfast. See, I don't eat beef or pork, so like the little sausage biscuits mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I don't do. Uh, I, I'm straight Chick Fil A for breakfast. So you know you know what? Okay, I was saying this earlier. Like I'm kind of getting like outside of now. I will forever love Taco Bell. So I'm sorry. Like I love that. Chick-fil-A. See that? I can't do. I will love Taco Bell, but outside of that is like. I'm doing like more Chick-fil-A, Zaxby salads, those kind of things. It's kind of like I'm trying to like, I call it eating real food, if that makes sense. Are you about to compete again? Somebody asked me that. I don't, <laughs> I can't, man, I Look. can't. Man, I, can't. I mean, I would, okay, if life was not life and I could focus on training, I would like to take another stab at it. It was like, I mean, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? You feel, feel good, look good, whatever. Um, but I am just trying to get like in just, just general better health or more like physically fit mm-hmm. is where I'm trying to go at. So I am trying, like actively trying to do that. But the competition might be a little much. Yeah, I was about to say, I have said that I wanted to start with me having to work these random hours, I was like, I have to be very intentional about like, okay, meal prepping has to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, like this week, I go into work starting Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like, that means either Friday or Saturday morning, I need to be prepping for the, at least the next couple of days so I get my life together. Because when I get off in the morning, I'm not thinking about what I'm about to cook to eat. You know what I think? You know what I think we how we mentally shackle ourselves not only in just the health world but maybe in life we don't separate uh i guess I'll say our physical and our mental from the social apparatus around us so for example our body doesn't know monday from thursday but we continue to mentally shackle ourselves to I need to prep on Sunday for blah, 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 whoop de woo for other reasons. Or I need to, I'm going to start working out on Monday as if you literally can start your physical, your physical workout journey on Wednesday mm-hmm. and your body does not like, you think your body's going to rev itself into gear because it's Monday? Like, no, like, so we, we keep doing these things cause we want to kind of feel like it's putting some kind of put things in order when all we really have to do is just do it. Like, so, you know, if you work midnight shift Monday through Wednesday, not even saying just like because of that, but it's like, there's nothing wrong with prepping on Thursday, prep on Thursday, have, you know what I'm saying? Friday, all your body knows that it just went from one day to the next. It it doesn't know that it's the weekend, you know what I'm saying? Now the decisions we make over that time will change. I mean, you're right. I'm just thinking more of a like, so like with meal preps, because 
I like to cook the food. The meal prep thing is like the food. I don't mind eating it throughout the week, mm. but it's like I'm not gonna cook today for wait, what's it? Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm not gonna cook Wednesday for Monday of next week. Like I just I'm unable. Oh no, I mean, <clears throat> so when I use the meal prep, I would do Sunday, Monday actually. Like it would it would often roll into Monday mm-hmm. because the way because the way just life worked out, I would actually just be in my motivated mode after I get back from the gym on Monday. So I would go do my whole Monday routine and be like, get to the gym. I mean, get home, be like seven, eight o'clock from the gym. So I would spend another two hours going through the, you know, of course I got a black mom, so I had to clean up the kitchen afterwards. So, <laughs> you know, so I would go through the whole, you know, cook, clean, clean, cook, clean, um, process on Monday, so actually like Tuesday through Friday. Friday we get a little iffy, but uh, or sometimes I'll even try to shorten up and do like mini preps. So it'd be like Tuesday through like half a Thursday. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't do as many meals if I didn't feel like I would kind of sustain it. You know what I'm saying? So you know, what I, mean? I mean that's just how I work. Well, that that's the thing I'm most concerned about is like. Because, like, I'm a very routine person. Mm-hmm. Like, I wake up at this time, I do this. So, like, having, like, I have no routine anymore. Like, this week I'm on a regular routine, but next week I won't be. And then the week after that I'll be on a different routine. So, it's like well, you finding. Know, you know, I competed during, while I was on console. Really? While I was doing that stuff. Yeah. yeah I was... So, that made shit fucking terrible. Because you were in there with all that. But see, it's actually not that bad. Like, y'all, I sent Bird this picture. Somebody had brought in a cupcake. And I promise you that <laughs> cupcake looked like cornbread. Like, when I saw it. Bro, it was the driest shit I had ever seen. Like, that cupcake was so dry. Like, I was just like, this doesn't even look appetizing. So, I've actually. like I know ain't nobody black make it. No. Because you would be so. Like, you know, we have a level of pride. Yeah, like first of all, I'm gonna taste my stuff. Like even if, like, okay, I sometimes like to make like pound cakes and stuff like that. Even if I made a pound cake and took it in, there's gonna be a slice already gone from that mm -hmm. cake. You know why? Because if I slice that cake and it's nasty, it's not going in because you're not gonna talk about me. Exactly, because niggas talk about folks. Exactly. So I am niggas. Because as soon as I I said, what is that? But the worst part is because she had made an announcement about it. So I was just like, because like, you know, it's a, it's a tradition to bring in stuff. I like, even when I brought stuff in, I've kind of made it a rule. Like I have forgotten food and I still won't go to that table. Mm -mm. I just won't go over there. I have brought stuff in. Guess what? I still didn't do. I didn't even my own stuff. When I say, because this is the thing. So where we use, like I fuck that table. I look at the people and I will, before I even look at the table, I will look at the person sitting in the chair next to me and be like, do I want to look like you? Because it was some slobs in there. I'm talking about. Big. And it's a very stationary job. So like, that's why I was like, even when I do bring food in, I try to bring in something that's a little mm. healthier. Cause you, you're not moving. You're just in there. Ooh, new gig. The, the new place I work mm-hmm. blew my mind first when they gave me my walk around of the lab standing desk. Oh, I said, oh. that's nice. And the, 
I'm talking about stand up all day long. Like when given the option, like you'll probably be surprised how long you can kind of just just stand there and just desk raises and you just do 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 do. And I work retail, so. Oh yeah. So oh, I even got one of them little Walmart masks that the cashiers be standing on, with the cushion on it. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, yeah, so whatever. Oh, but I did want to talk about this. So, also, since we on the hiatus or whatever, we also had homecoming. Yes, homecoming. How was your homecoming experience? I had fun. I'm not going to lie. I was not excited about homecoming. I'm mm-hmm. like one of the people that's like, I'm like funny about the whole COVID thing. I already was a homebody beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like when we were in the house for all that time, I kind of was like, huh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> um, I ended up going out Friday. Where did you go Friday? I went to a low meal. They did like an R&B Oh, thing. yeah, yeah, So that was cool. Um, well, actually, it was extremely hot in there. But it was cool. <laughs> and then like I was like, oh, my gosh. I was so overdressed. <laughs> like it was like, where are you going? Like I did not go to the same party as everybody. But it's cool. You know, whatever. Uh, so I went in there, we did that, and then we were there already. So they were like, well, we're going to go to Black since we were out. And I was like, okay, cool. So I ended up going there. I heard Black was like, in, like, because I went to Black the next night. But I heard Black was like way, like crazy blowed on Friday. Yeah, Friday it was packed. Like, it was funny. Um, Across the street, they were trying to tow cars and stuff. We was there earlier that Friday when we saw the first car get towed. Oh, and really? let me tell you, if you want to see niggas get in line or like... Just mentally, like, come together. See one tow truck. We was out there, everybody trying to talk to everybody and figure out, hey, who drive the gray Honda? Who drive the gray Honda? Your car about to get towed. Who drive? Come to find out the person that drove the car that got towed had left it there and went somewhere else. So that's why we couldn't find. But people, I'm talking, people were ready to sit on the gray Honda and be like, hey, bro, like, chill out, man. We'll just, just don't blow the mood. Like, you ain't got to tow. Like, Black folks hate seeing other black folks car get towed. Man, have you ever been towed before? No, thank God not. I've I, I I've seen others and been around others, but that's actually one thing I do not play about. So like, I'm I'm you know I'm a heavy driver. So anytime I'm out of town, anything there's a more times than not I'm a drive, just because I like being in control and stuff like that. But I don't give a fuck where we going. Don't nobody tell me where to park. This let's not I don't cause folks that don't that ain't driving, they be the first ones to be like, just park right just here. Just park right here. Mm-hmm. Just put it right here. Just go. Man, I ooh. Oh, I remember the situation. We we're going to the club in Atlanta. And uh I don't even know how this thing ended up in my truck. It was some, it was my homeboy. Some, somebody's friend and some other dude. I don't even, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know. But anyway, I just remember us trying to find, you know, it's Atlanta, so it's like booming everywhere. I yeah, I remember this dude just piping up from the back seat, kept saying, hey, park, man, just park right there in the Chevron. Just park right there. They park there all the time. I'm like, I ain't putting my truck in no goddamn Chevron, man. Like, for one, Fuck, that's bus window city. Like, yeah, right. doing that shit. So ended up had to go far, whatever. And at this point in time, of course, dude was getting on my nerves. I'm like, dude, I don't even know you. We get in the club. 
I bullshit you not. Maybe 20 minutes. DJ come over there like, hey, if you parked over there at the Chevron, you might want to move your car to get the towing cars out there. And I'm like, see, motherfuckers have your shit towed. They won't think nothing about it. Because it ain't their car. It ain't theirs. It ain't theirs. I'm like, because I was sitting here looking. I'm like, you see a street pack in all, all directions. You think this Chevron is, you think, you think you're the first person to think like, hey, I'm going to just throw it right here in the Chevron? Yeah, so, yeah, haven't been told yet. You know, fingers crossed. Because I don't even know what to do after you get told. I've only been... I didn't actually get fully told. Well, so it was up on the truck? They had they had picked me up. <laughs> and they made me pay to take it off. And it was like when I was in college. I ain't had no money. I was an engineer better? No, this was in Huntsville Place. Like, I had went to Huntsville Place. I was running in and running out. I parked in a handicapped spot. <laughs> and... How'd they get there so fast? That's what I said. So they were like, oh, you, you're good, whatever. I was so mad because when the situation like, you're good. They don't really did it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I had some other friends that stayed in Huntsville Place. And they called me like, hey, they got your car on the tow truck. So I come running out. And they made me give them like 40 or $50 to take it off the truck. Damn. I was like, man. I was so mad because I was like, why, why would you tell me to park here? Well, you, but you it's know. also like accountability. I should just not park there. Because like in normal heels, you park in a handicapped spot. Yeah. Nothing's gonna happen. Not a thing. But like there, oh no! And that man was not playing with me. She, at the engineer building, I think I parked in handicap probably like my entire senior year because it was like <laughs> I thought I was smart in you know usurping the system. It was like a handicap spot, the little diagonal blue lines, and another handicap spot. So I don't even know. At least I don't, I don't know if I if this is in the road test or not. I don't even know what those blue diagonal lines mean, but nobody would park there. And I'm not sure if it was even a parking spot. It's not a parking spot. It's like the assumption that somebody's handicapped. It gives them room to like get out the car. I wish they gonna have to see it through, my boy. <laughs> they gonna have to say, "Hey, let me out on the curb." <laughs> I used to park in that bitch all the time. It was the size of a parking space. And I like, ah oh, well. We had no handicapped people in engineer, but anyway, so, you know, whatever. How you know? Hey, you know who I sound like? I sound like them Karens that be like, I know everybody that lives in this neighborhood. And there are no handicapped people. <laughs> there are no wheelchairs in the engineering building. But anyway, man, going back to homecoming. So I feel like this homecoming, it seemed like, okay, there were a ton of people, man, right? what? But it wasn't as many people. And the reason I'm saying that is because I still feel like a lot of people were had their own like COVID hesitancies, Mm -hmm. which was fine. But I feel like the people that did came, that did come kind of turned it up a notch. They like we missed last year. And I'm like really excited about this year because it was the energy everywhere I went was like, I'm with it. Yes. Like. Everywhere was turned up. Man, I remember I was out in the tailgate and I was just looking at everybody like, man, because I like when we first got there, I went in the game. Mm-hmm. The game was packed. Like we found seats, but it was like. I heard it's the most packed uh, stadium has ever been. Yeah. People were saying it ain't been packed like that since the 90s. I can, I can believe it. And then um, after I went to the game, about third third quarter after the first like play they did, we was like, all right, let's go to the tailgate. Mm. Um. So I went out there. It was packed. 
People was talking. I had my mask on. They were like, you not hot? See, you worry about me. I'm fine. I did see people passed out. Man, I was at um the tailgate. Um, I was at the tailgate, and they had drinks and food and stuff like that. And this girl, she was out of it. But I will say, like, like I, she was drunk, passed out. Yeah, like she was drunk. Um, but it, it was also very hot out there too. Mm-hmm. So she probably didn't hydrate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, drinking is dehydrating. But the thing that really got me was like when she was like going in and out, whatever. Everybody was surrounding her, fanning her, and I was like, "Y'all are blowing hot air on that girl." I was getting so <laughs> mad. I was like, "Where?" She just rotisserie right at this moment. <laughs> Basically, y'all got her in the oven. Y'all surrounding her. I was just like, nobody. This isn't church. I'm this literally is... looking like this is this is really silly. And then like the way they carried her out in like a white sheet. I hope she doesn't listen. <laughs> like I was like. That is not how I would want to leave homecoming. Bruh. No, because you know one thing? If that is you, that will forever be you. Nobody will ever forget. Now, ain't that the girl that got killed? Hey, y'all remember April passed that home? Like, because that's one of the stories that come up for absolutely no reason. Like, y'all just sitting around there playing space where you're not playing space because you don't know how, but everybody else is playing space and you're watching. And they're like, hey, y'all remember April fell out of homecoming? <laughs> exactly what it would be because it was just like oh my goodness like i don't know her so like even if she was to walk have you ever been like publicly embarrassed like had like a unlike a situation have you ever been embarrassed on like in front of like a lot of people to that level i don't think so i'm trying to think i'm like, i'm sure i've done something like i'll never forget this is like i'm not gonna say like my it's not, I'm not going to say my most embarrassing moment, but this is like the most embarrassing in front of like a, a substantial amount of people. Like it was probably in front of like a little over 100 people. It was actually at church, right? <laughs> I was a little kid. I was probably about seven-ish or something like that. I don't know how. It was okay. Anyway, the the way the, uh, not the pews, but the choir stand at the church is made it's like you know you got the the back and then it kind of angles for the sides you mm-hmm. know and the, you know got the pulpit in the middle so uh i was in the children's choir i got to church a little bit later right so <laughs> the this woman what was her name i wish i could remember her name but this woman was like the you know the choir was already sitting there she was helping me to my spot you know a little tenor section in the middle so, you know how I told you there's the back section that's, you know, that's parallel with the pulpit and it angles on the sides. So she's like walking beside me, but she's kind of like pushing me towards like the row in front of me. And that corner where the back and the angle for the other side meet, it became like a gap between um, the row in front and the upper section. So I'm walking, I'm walking. She kind of pushed me, kind of forced me to the inside. I step, <laughs> my whole leg goes down into like this opening. And so I got my leg in the, in the, in the, in the my, my, You late, so church already going on, right? church going okay. on. So my, the pastor is like, I think I don't know if it was like, uh, what's that before, like, not morning announcements? I mean, not the announcements, but when he give, like, his just, like, general remarks before the sermon start. It's like, you know, like, you know you got your announcements person. Then he mm-hmm. just get talking about, like, 
I like summer programs, whatever, whoop de whoop, or somebody running for office, whatever. So it's in that part. So it's quiet and everybody is looking at him. And this happens like if you look past him and to the left, that's where it happens. And then I knew I was embarrassed and because she had to help me get out the hole and stuff like that. Oh my god. And look, and you know how I was why I was embarrassed? Because I it was dead silent, but all of a sudden I just hear people laughing from the, the from the uh, what you call it from the pews, and I just like. I'm surprised they didn't hit you with the ooh. <laughs> you know, black people so that we so good for that. Nah, because it was like kind of like you just didn't see it coming. It's like I'm just walking, walking, walking. And it's like my foot just go down in this hole, and like I got my right leg in the hole, my left leg out, and I can't get out. And she pulling me up. So I got both hands in the air. And she just pulled me out the hole, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is a lot. Oh my goodness! And this is like I wonder. Oh, this. Oh, that. I was young, so this was before we was like recording um, sermons because I would love to see it. But yeah, that would, I know that's probably like the most like quantity wise, the most people I've been embarrassed in front of. Man, I'm trying to think. I have to really think about that because I don't. I know I've done something. Like I mean, I mean, it's guaranteed I've done something. Uh, it's just like it just takes a lot for me to. Anytime I have to walk in front of a lot of people, it's like a lot of focus on like my steps. Oh, I hate that. Just imagine if you had heels on, because like going like homecoming stuff back when I was in school, and we'd be trying to be cute or like to basketball games, trying to be cute with heels. Oh, oh do yeah. not fall. See, I never. So of course, you know, I played, so I didn't. Whatever. But, you played basketball? Yeah. In high school? Yeah. Not college though. No. Oh, okay. I, was I like, had, I mean, I had like some smaller school offers, but I was already dead set on going to A and M. So I had already already had my life planned. Mm-hmm. So I had my hoop dreams weren't that severe. So, but uh, I man, we um at Lee we had this thing called the balcony where like it was almost like I'm not gonna call it student stage, but it was like uh second level on one side of our gym. So when Lee and Johnson played, it'll be like, well, not even like a lot of our games will blow it anyway, but the most stressful like time was when you had to like walk by the rail on that second level. Cause that second level was nothing but like kids and students. Cause all the parents sat down low, boy, you either had to, if you was a woman, at this time, if you was a girl and you were halfway fine, I mean, it was, you know, early thousand. You got harassed because every nigga trying to holler at you. But, boy, if your fit wasn't right, you ain't going to do nothing but walk past and just hear a whole bunch of folks bust out laughing behind you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know that feeling where it's like you walk past like a group of niggas and they don't say anything. And then as soon as you get past them, they just bust out laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, boy, that's how you know your fit was terrible. Horrendous. Good old high school times, man. Man, good old high school times. These kids today, man, they take high school so serious. You know, I don't really keep up. What do what do they do? Nah, I just be like, you know, talking to Hollywood and stuff. You know, here at SRO. Mm-hmm. I tell people what SRO is. I know. Oh, school resource officer. You know, and it's just. The stories you hear come out of high school. Like, you know, with the dude that uh shot the school up recently. I'm talking mm-hmm. about, you know, he'll bully and they'll take the lunch money and shit like that. I just look, man, 
it ain't that high school ain't that deep, man. Now some people peak in high school, like it don't get no better from them. They they top out their life at eighteen, you know. Feel sorry for them. But for everybody else, oh, well, I know for me, I looked at high school like, hey, it's cool to be here for now, but uh, I'm going to college. I'm doing this college thing. Now, that's what the real fun is at. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people, though, that high school is their, like, glory years. Like, I was just looking on Facebook today. I, I think I'm about to take this, like, a low. But, like, this guy, like, I had a couple of booze in, in high school. Not at the same time. But... <laughs> My like first real crush. My... <laughs> I don't know why I think about the three uh, uh, LW song, uh, Bobby K. Spade. But that was last year, boy. And but you ain't Biggie, baby. <laughs> but no, like they like they're on Facebook saying that like you know keep keep pushing, stay strong, and like he's not dead yet. Y'all need to stop saying it. I'm like, what happened? Like, everybody's asking what happened. And they will not tell nobody. I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting frustrated because I'm like. I want to know. <laughs> like, what's wrong with them? Who is who? It's like my first. Oh, yeah, old um, booze. Yeah, my first little boo in high school. Damn. And I, you can't even report the news on what's going on with them. I can't. You don't know, you kind of hate that. I, I kind of want to be like, well, like, if y'all not going to say nothing, like, just don't say nothing. Yeah, because. Yeah. But then they're like, well, if you're going to pray, just pray. And I'm like, I mean, I'm going to pray, but like... I don't know, man. I like to know what I pray. I like to, hey, look. God said when we pray, be specific. So I kind of need to know. Like, I, I can't ask him to pull Tyrone through because depending on what Tyrone did, maybe, hey, maybe that's God's plan, you know? Man, hey. listen. So I'm, I'm hoping he okay, but from the reports on Facebook, that was just sad because he got kids and stuff. So, mm. you know, he used to always just check in. Like, he used to always check in and ask how I was doing and tell me how proud of me he was and oh, stuff he like that. Old thing back. That, that was. Oh, yeah. I was looking at old messages <laughs> today. And I was, he was just like, I don't know what it is about you. And I was just like, oh. Uh, you the one that got me. away? That what he said? He used, he used those exact words? Of course he did. I know the script. That's what he said. I'm going to omit his name just in case, you know. I mean, like, okay. the chances that somebody from well, back home. Well, he still got to pull through. <laughs> he got other things on his mind. Oh, my gosh. Y'all. What, what am I going to do with him? They missed this. They missed this. Anyway, man, we about to take our first break. Uh, I think those are the words. <laughs> we'll so. get back with y'all afterwards. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Are we recording? <laughs> All right, y'all, we back. Uh, so we were, re- we were just talking about um, Netflix just dropped their hit show, You, Season 3, has started. Now, I am only like three episodes in, and you said you finished it. Yes, I sat down Sunday morning, finished Sunday. Sounds like evening. a great Sunday. Yeah, it was it was a wonderful Sunday. Out of all the characters on TV, I have never felt more connected to a character than I feel about Joe Goldberg. Um I I I'm just like I am him and he is me. Okay. You you see my hat right now? This, this <laughs> you are giving Joe vibes, like Listen, man. Sometimes I gotta stalk a bitch. <laughs> His monologues be cracking me up. Uh, but it it's interesting how it to me and how popular the show is is like 
it makes me think that like us as a people, as a society, we all have a little like obsessive stalker in us. Like we given the right um, catalyst and the right ingredients, we will go there. I mean, like what's the, like, okay, what's your base level of stalking someone? base level of stuff. Well, you don't even feel like you do it naturally, automatically. You don't feel bad about it. Like, hey, this is what I do. I remember one time somebody made me feel like stalkerish because like we had just met and so we followed each other on social media and I scrolled back. And I was like, I don't feel like that's stalkerish. Like, I just got access to your page. I Like, you just scroll down to like, like See what he had popping in 2016 kind of situation. Yeah, I mean, like, and then people don't post that many pictures. So, like, it ain't going to take long before you get back a few years. I'm like, oh, okay. But it's crazy how you, like, make assumptions based off of, like, things like social media profiles. And, like, so, like, if I was to get the IG, right, mm-hmm. there are a couple things that I'm going to immediately just, like, take account. One, I'm looking at your username. See how creative you are. I appreciate a clever username. I'm like, huh, that was a good one, you know? Then two, I'm going to read the bio. And I don't know what the bio tells me, but sometimes I don't know. I can tell you a bio that I like, but I can foresee a bio that I don't like, you know? Like, um, Like if it just has like your city, or something like that, or if it's something boring, it's like, well, you didn't put any effort in this. You know, they're kind of they're like, eh, you could have gave a little more. There's no yeah. effort. And if there aren't a lot of pictures, plethora of questions just get to pop up in my mind. Like you got three pictures. How? Help me understand the reason for that. One, I honestly be thinking of like, hey man, people don't really... I, I ain't gonna say that you have to like uh put everything on social media, but then a lot of times like I'll be thinking like people don't really care about you like that to feel like, oh, I need to reset my social media. Like, hey, nah, it's, you straight. I, I swear you straight. I fix the aesthetics, like <laughs> if you're not gonna be an influencer, like like what's your point? I don't know. I don't know, like, but I see it all the time where people just time. go through and you just see like, why they got six pictures now? And so I'd be thinking a couple things. I'd be like, one, you trying to hire somebody. Um, But the other thing, you know what I feel like a lot of, well, I, of course, I mean, there's women what I'm talking about. Do you know, I see a lot of women do it if they have like a body transformation, like if they had like a... Like got on their fitness shit, got on their um, did like had like a weight loss. You don't get none of them old pictures. Oh no, they got to go. Oh no, no. But the crazy thing is, people that I know did this because I can think of one, two, three people off rip without even trying. They did that exact same thing. The I, I got to give it to them. The shit worked because honestly, I cannot remember the big them. I I do know it. I do know it happened. I remember when they were big. You just can't remember. I ca- I have no recollection of it. Like I can't visually put it together. I just remember the slim them. So I'm like, hey, good job. Hey, it, that's probably what they were going for too. Like you know what, this isn't even me anymore. Mission accomplished. 
Because some people, like, they can't remember me with hair. And I I get that. I haven't had hair in a while, like, what, five years? So, bald bird it is. So, yeah. Somebody somewhere is like, bald bird? Exactly. <laughs> you know what's funny is I ran into somebody this past weekend at the FAMU game. Mm-hmm. And they were like, so where are you now? I said, like, right now? Like, I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, here with you. They were like, no, like, where you live? I was like, Huntsville? <laughs> but I got that a couple times during homecoming, too. And I didn't know how many people, like, I, not even, I don't even know how many people thought I lived out of town. But I don't know what about me makes them believe I'm out of town. Like, what, like, what do, like. I, I should have asked one of them. One of thought I lived in Atlanta, and I was like, maybe because you post when you go to Atlanta, so it looks like you live there. Because nobody's gonna know you're in your house in Huntsville because you just post in your house. It could be in Atlanta. So if every time you post, you go out of town, you're yeah. like, huh? Yeah. I say because I don't post in my feed often, but like I also was like, I don't feel like I give like I live anywhere else. Yeah. I don't know. That really just was like they thought yeah. I moved to Texas. <laughs> I said that's so random. Why Texas? I don't know. Like one last my, time you was in Texas. I don't even know. I don't even know. I think it was for work. So like that's how long it's been. Um, I'm pretty sure because one of my close friends moved to Texas. They maybe thought that I went too. I don't know, but I was just like, I would I would be with you if you said Birmingham or something <laughs> like that. But Texas. <laughs> Maybe they just made up on the spot just to have a conversation. That's true. Mm. Anyway, we gotta go back to you. Yes. So uh, when it comes to me, I think, uh, yeah, that was my like just general. That's how st- stalkery I get. But what's like what's the most like in depth stalker where you like? I just gotta know. Like what's like the the furthest you went. Bird's trying to be in my business. And uh-huh. I feel like we haven't potted in a while. And the listeners want to know, man. That's fine. They can want to know. But I'm going to say this. Because I, I think I already know what it is, honestly. Cause I think we talked about it before. What? Well, Did we talk about it on the on the, on the the air? Did we? See, because no. I don't even want to know what you think. Because no. I can't remember if we did it. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't say it. <laughs> See, here's my thing. I am an engineer, <laughs> so I like for things to add up. Uh huh. So when things don't add up, I like if you give me like I want one plus one equal two. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like in some situations it's one plus b equals two. Now I gotta find out what b is. Uh huh. And the way I'm, I'm like relentless when I want to find out information. Because I really want to find the answer to, like, the math problem. So, I will do what needs to be done to find out what B is. So, was so what was the need to be done? So, okay, you were in a situation. Mm-hmm. You had one, obviously. Yep. Then this variable B popped up. So, this variable, was it a situation? Was it a person? What what created the variable? What What, what wasn't adding up? trying to think of uh, I mean like I don't feel like I really go that far like I watch you and I'm like see I'm not crazy 
Is that your measure? It's no. like, so are you like, I'm not crazy like, I'm because not, Joe wouldn't do it. I'm not on you. I'm not acrimony level. Like, no. Um, I don't know. So have you ever, so have you ever ran a background check on somebody? I don't have the ability to do that. Uh, okay. I don't. You ever Google somebody? Yeah, I've Googled somebody, yeah. Yeah. That's public information. <laughs> like it's like if I go to a restaurant, I'm gonna Google the restaurant too. So how does that so how does that happen? Like how do you decide who to Google? <laughs> like what the Because the thing is like I've never Googled anybody. I have no really? idea. That's weird. No, I think you're weird. You think I'm weird <laughs> because I've Googled somebody? Yes. I mean like Wait, do y'all do that? I think that's actually quite normal. Hey, wait, women do that? Like, so, so. Okay, I don't know. I, I won't speak for everybody. No, but I'm I, asking, but have you had a talk with, like, other women and they like, I Googled him? Yeah, because, like, what if I, like, okay, so let's say I meet a guy, right? Uh-huh. Um, He's real cool. We talking, whatever. And then I go, I Google him, and then he got a bunch of, bunch of arrest records because he's, like, some sex offender or something like that. Now, I'm like, oh, shoot, let me back up. Like, it's more of a safety preca- precaution than anything. Like, niggas I need- be out here taking chances, boy. Cause let me tell you, when I say a nigga wouldn't even think, like that wouldn't cross our mind in the least. And then you would meet you a love, and then be like, "How did I end up here?" Love is from you, y'all. For those of y'all that don't watch, hey, but listen, but the wildest—that's you know what—that's actually probably why a lot of niggas got like cr- crazy exes or crazy slide stories because. We okay. don't do it. We don't do our due diligence. Should have been to jail seven times. We don't do our due diligence. Like, even if you go to jail, I need to know like what for. Like, you, I mean, they tell you that on the internet. Hey, but you know, maybe she's not ready for me to find out. <laughs> maybe that's what that it is. That is, I mean, and that is something somebody brought up. It was like, you know, you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't try to let them explain first. But, but uh, like I said, it's a safety thing. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. If I Google your name, and like I'm not gonna do no extensive search, like. Could I, you know, do I have means to probably get a background check? Possibly. But have I ever used I like, that? I think, I think we all can. Like, we yeah, all. we all got somebody. somebody Everybody right? knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. But it's I've never gone that far as uh-huh. to do that. Um, I will say that it's just, I don't know. I, if it's Googleable, I feel like that's free. Like you know, you should know it's out there. But no, that, oh, yeah, hold on. That actually does take me back to the. I understand the safety precaution of it, but also it's one of those things where like, shouldn't it be a part of your um your own just due diligence before you start hanging with somebody to even get a vibe for them and like do the do your own personal reconnaissance of them. Like you know, it's kind of like one of the things was like if you. Instead of doing your Googles, maybe you should just, like, kick it with them for a little while or talk to them a little bit longer until you feel comfortable. But people are very good about hiding certain things about them. I mean, like, have you ever known somebody that you thought was cool for a long time and all of a sudden they do some weird stuff? You'd be like, well, I was not expecting that. Yeah, I get that. But there's also been them things where it's kind of like... It kind of go back to, like, the red flag thing that be going on, that's been going on on Twitter. It's like... The flags kind of always be there, and you just choose to ignore them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or deep down in your gut, you kind of like, 
you knew that you didn't know this person. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's like you you had faith in them and you wanted them to be different, but then you also knew that like whatever they fuck you over or whatever they turn sideways that you knew that you didn't know them to that to that level. Like you still had a you know, you had a question about that. So that's kinda I feel like how it happens sometimes. It's like let's say uh oh, I'll give you a, just a small Let's say you go out to the, well, well, guys, I understand this. Let's say you go out to the club and you know you got your, your boy. Yeah, you know y'all might just kick it, hoop together, whoop de whoop. You just kind of know him around town or whatever. But now the chicks come around and he either ultra aggressive, annoying, something like that, and uh, he don't spend no money. Like he don't buy no put in on the bottle. He kind of just leech. It's one of the things where it's like you didn't have a problem with him, but you didn't. You didn't have a situation with him in this arena, so you just hope for the best. You're like, well, you know, he seemed cool, like so. Hopefully, he just fall in line, or you know, hopefully, ain't nothing crazy, you know, saying whatever. So then, when things go left, you like, you don't be like red flags. You be like, damn, I just didn't know. I didn't, you know, we didn't get to this scenario for me mm-hmm. to see this. So I think that happens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So before you know. You smack me up if I go out here and see that you got seven domestic violence charges. I'd be like, you know what? But then to go back, like you said, like if I mean it could be a change. Well, no, nah, I cannot. Like, right, and that's the thing. That is s- the thing. People can change, but also like it, it's in you now. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, like, if you do your okay, because now we kind of get into like a, a a different topic. So we might be getting in our, in our own way a little bit. Because think about it, you do this research, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do this, you know what I'm saying, stalking. Uh, you get gathering this information. You actually are gathering things about this person before they're willing to, you know what I'm saying, you know, expose them to you or if they're even really things. So let's say, okay, <laughs> let's say you, you, you meet a dude, you think he's cool, whoop-de-whoop. And uh, you go through his IG or whatever, and you see, like, he used to date white girls or something like that. Now, that might not change everything for you, but in your mind, you're going to have that next encounter. That's going to be on your mind. That's going to be like, huh, or better yet, your response to his response. So, like, let's say you say something a little sideways to him. And he tells you, you know, like, like why you got an attitude or something like that. You're going to be like, nah, I ain't one of these little white girls you used to dealing with. He ain't ever said nothing to you about no white girl. But in your mind, you like, see, that you fucking around with them white girls got you being all soft. Mm. And see, now tell me, now you tell me if I'm wrong. But you know? like what I'm saying, like when you're doing your Googles or your search, like, yes, you'll see little things like that. But I don't think that that like. When I'm doing my Googles, I'm just trying to make sure that this person ain't some, like, big time, like, no, for real. So, you ain't ever, so, okay, even, like, fuck the, you know, fuck the the safety one. So, you're trying to tell me you ain't ever even, like, started talking to a dude and you didn't start going down into the IG, swipe through the IG, maybe going through the Facebook or whatever. Like, you ain't ever tried to get a feel for them from their social media. I'm going to say for me, like. I will get a feel for what you put out there, I guess, like what you're comfortable sharing and what types of stuff you, 
Like, I've seen some people say some wild stuff on the internet. and I, Me. <laughs> I mean, you say wild stuff, but then there are things that I've seen that are, like, wild in a sense, like, nah. What's me? So, I don't know. Like, I'll be on the internet, and I'll see somebody post something about you know, women or like how they, how they talk about women. Like if, you, uh, okay, like okay, if okay. you're always talking down about women and stuff like that, I'm going to be very interested in the, like, how is this going to go between you and I, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you don't feel like if you always call women B words and you don't feel like they deserve nothing and they're, all of them are trying to like take all your money. Like to <laughs> me, I'm just like, uh, mm. see if I feel like you don't have any money. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> take what money? Okay, now that bring. I mean, honestly, that brings me to like a a thought I've had lately. Is like a because you know we be on Twitter a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Boy, these Twitter personas be like hell sometimes because it's just it seems very polarizing of like men hating women and women hating men because the. The, and the funny part about it is like, cause it's some of these people, like, you know, some, we know some of these people in real life, cause some of these folks, as soon as they get to somebody, they, I ain't gonna say they tune change, but they just stop the conversation completely laying ass shit to say about it. Mm-hmm. They, you know, went a woman to bash niggas all day long or whatever. As soon as they get them, nigga be like, you know what? Niggas ain't all that bad. Some of them will be bashing them and then have one. And Yeah. I've I've said some stuff on the internet before, and they be like, "April, really?" And I'm like, yeah, "I'm just playing." <laughs> so I mean, it's oh, that's the funny part about it to me is like, well, some folks really like some women really do hate men. There are some that really do hate men, and they're the ones that be like, "There's no way that you can actually desire to be with a man because who would sit here and deal with this?" Like, I see that all the time. Uh, you know, it's just like, damn, like, I, I, I can't say um, what did he do to you because, I mean, niggas be doing shit. You know, I, I'm niggas. I've done shit. Like, ugh. Sorry for the therapy. But, uh, <laughs> glad you made it out safe. <laughs> Look who made it. You're a trooper. But, yeah, so, I don't know. This, but, you know, that also takes it to, you know, what we're talking about, you know, the kids of the day with social media is like they do live their life through social media. I think like I don't know the ramifications that's happening because I was listening to another podcast. They was talking about how you can't even get into a fist fight these days. Like because you're going to get shot. No, not even just that. Like it was more so talking about the reason for that. And like back in our day. Right. I remember. We had this place called Stoner Field. If you had beef with a person, tell them, you know, hey, meet us Stoner Field. And you kind of, it was kind of, you had to be about what you was talking about if you said that. Because the entire Huntsville City School System would be at Stoner Field at 3.30. Waiting on you. Waiting for y'all to jump it off. And when I say I remember seeing, they almost had to be like heavyweight fights. Because it, I've, maybe 100 people. 100 students, 100 kids here to watch a fight. 
So, you know, you go fight, win, lose, whatever, you know, you might get talked about for a while. You know, you might live on in people's memories, but there was no footage. You know, it, no it, footage, you had yeah. to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to, you know. What a time. But now it's like, hey, you could take a simple, you know, a simple L after school and next, you know, that shit got 1.3 million views, you know? Man, what? Like, damn. So it's like, you take a lost and you embarrassed and, you know, your life is, you know, kind of validated virtually because, you know, luckily we're from the era that was a little bit before social media. So it's like, I actually, you know, know that you, this things you say does have consequences. Like somebody will come up and slap you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But these kids, they don't, like, they don't kind of be saying whatever they want to say. Letting it fly. Like nobody's going to do anything about it. So that's the thing that blows me. Like, and we got to raise our kids in this. That's what I'm like. This is a while. Like, just social media and like what everybody can see. And so, mm-hmm. like, growing up, I mean, like, you had your TV shows and stuff like that growing up. But you imagine being a kid growing up. And wasn't nobody calling you ugly on the internet? <laughs> You're right. Like, if you didn't know you was ugly unless somebody told you in school. <laughs> And now, you know, you post a picture, you get two likes, and it's like, oh, uh, ugly. it's me. <laughs> it's me. Uh, high like count. <laughs> you said what? High like count, the uh, the new Instagram feature. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. uh, can't let that two just sit up there. others liked my picture. <laughs> the funny thing is you can click the others and still see that it was. Oh, yeah, he's so okay. You just You ever had your like count? I haven't. I I did, but then I I was told that I was doing it for the it was getting the opposite effect. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the exact opposite. So I would hide the like count on pictures that got a lot of likes. Really because I call myself being humble and I was like, it's not about likes. <laughs> but then it was brought to my attention. It was like Nah, it kind of looked like you just didn't get no likes. <laughs> you just try to hide that. And I was like, yeah, I get that too. I get that too. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say it goes both ways, you know. But I got to the point now, I don't even, um, like, I don't even look at, like, really, like, the likes and who liked and whatnot. And post and go. Post and go. Post and go. Y'all know me. No, so it's always interesting when you see people post pictures and delete them and then post them back again. I'm like, I don't know, because I already like this. Like, not saying that I'm going to hold my like, but dang, like, like it be, it really confuses me because I'm like, did I like this already? Yeah, and they, sometimes they really want to get that picture off, man. I'm like, oh, I ain't but that's the thing, man, we, the, the thing is, like, we, it's crazy how we think of likes as, like, cultural currency. Yep. Like, we think uh, that double tap from my profile to yours actually means something. It's so funny when I hear people talking like, oh, I don't be liking stuff like that. Or like, oh, I'm not finna follow that person. I'd be like, do you think they care? Do you, like, do you, do you, I'm sorry. Am I missing something? No, or Betty, I would want to hear somebody who does care. Like, Nick, like, you do care? Why? I actually had, I remember it was um a few years ago, I guess. I was talking to this guy 
And at the time, he had like 40,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And we kind of fell off. So I unfollowed him. Oh, he called me. And he was so mad. And I'm like, what about the other 39,999 people that are out there? <laughs> I, I don't, I do not care. <laughs> but he was very serious about that. Now he got like 100,000 followers. I was just like, dang. Yeah, I went and followed up. <laughs> you double back, you spent the block. I, I went to do, somebody had reposted something. I was like, dang, okay. Let me find out you out here talking to Derek Jackson. No, <laughs> that is not I. <laughs> You know, y'all to cross paths at Tuskegee. <laughs> Man, when I found out, like, people actually knew him, I was like, it's crazy coming to Alabama and meeting people that, like, know people. You know what's funny, like, what's starting to happen now is, like, I'm actually not even impressed, air quotes, impressed by people with, like, a lot of followers anymore. Because think about, we know people with a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's people that I talk to on a regular basis that have, you know, a huge following and I don't see them any different. So, and especially like when you see people like that's grown it out of, you know, saying from like different reasons, you know, you knew them in school and then they just went on to do whatever. It's like, no, nah, that's just so-and-so. Mm-hmm. I hope people did like, I'm always going to be just April, even if for some reason let's get a whole bunch of followers, like. Still gonna be me. If I got, let me say, if I got a whole bunch of followers, like, if I, like, what's a whole bunch? What are we saying? Well, like, what's the number? I don't know. To me, like, if you have a K after your number, same. Like, does, it, does it happen at ten? Yeah. So if you woke up tomorrow with ten thousand followers, right? Mm-hmm. Nah, let's not do ten because ten thousand actually like kind of light. That's light. That's number. crazy to me that ten thousand people can follow somebody and we're sitting here like, oh, that's light. Ten thousand right. people. Right, it's this crazy that it's it almost goes back to that uh, what's it called uh, what I call it uh, relative poverty index. You don't know what poverty is until you see rich. We don't think ten thousand alike because we've seen millions. Yep. You know, so ten thousand just don't register as. Imagine you standing here with ten thousand people looking at you. Or better yet, imagine all those people give you one dollar. You ain't going to turn around that day. You like, oh, that's just ten thousand dollars. You could be like, shit, I, I love my followers. Let, exactly. Let, let. I love you guys. <laughs> so let's say you woke up with 50,000. Okay. That's a, that's a more substantial number. I'd be like, who posted me? What did I do? <laughs> that would be the first thing. Like, what happened? Well, what, like, do you think anything would change about your, not even just your social media presence, but like your views towards social media now that you have more likes? I'm not going to lie to you. And yes. more eyes. So I feel like if I had that many eyes on me at that point, I feel like I'm very exposed per se. So I would feel like I would need to like almost kind of be very intentional about what I post and mm. um, make sure that everything is kind of, I don't know. I feel like it would change me because mm. now I, I, I am unable to control the amount of people that follow me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could if you made your profile private, but like, it's just like if you woke up and had fifty thousand followers, like yeah, I'm gonna act a little different because right. now I, I can't make the same little jokes I was making with my <laughs> little my little one thousand two hundred. I think. But you're right. Like, I think, I think everybody would change a little bit. Like you can't, you can't tell me like so. I, I've realized like through other people's like 
shortcomings and failures and like people breaking apart, like groups breaking apart and stuff like that, that attention is just as bad as power and money. Oh, yes. And like the thing about it, too, is with them 50,000 followers. Now you got people following you that don't know you for real. Right. Mm -hmm. And people like from what I've seen from a lot of like influencers and stuff lately, it's like. People are all in your business. They want to know every single thing. If you don't post stuff, they want to know about this. They want to know about that. And they feel like you owe them something. Mm-hmm. And it's like. I wonder does Witch Kyla feel like that? Even though even though she doesn't have a huge following, she has like a strong engagement. Um, Ryan. Like Ryan, like she, I mean, she has a regular follower account. Mm-hmm. But anything she does, anything, not even. And we talk about like following it it's not even just uh, oh and we're for those that don't know we're talking about is it dose or doses i believe it's doses we're talking about at doses of ryan um who has her ig just as like it's just dose it's dose oh it's just dose of ryan oh wow. dose dose of ryan d-o-s-e-o-v I mean, O-V. <laughs> o-f-r-y-a-n-n-e yep underscore underscore what were you saying it's um no because I, I I've been trying to chill on social media lately a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I only have my officially adulting page. So I realized I was like, I haven't had no dose of Ryan in a while. Uh, and um, that's why I ain't following her from this page. That's why. Yeah. But so like with her page, for y'all that don't know, um, she kinda started booming with like one of her like car stories. She was in this car telling a story and she's really funny. Then she got to, you know, just, just being more present in her stories. And she started um, because Ryan said so. And because Ryan said so, it's just things that she um, she likes, she endorses, she recommends. And the thing about it is that it becomes a call of action to others. And people 100% like trust her opinion and go out and act on think like if she says she likes some stuff they go out and get it i just spent 70 dollars on a blanket dog do you know how bad i want that blanket now because like and she's been talking about this blanket for weeks now and i think didn't the sale just end like yeah the, it was just over the weekend right so it looks comfortable and like when she you know people tag her in the post and you just see like more people buy it and have good reviews about it. You're like, damn, she might be on to something. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like, damn, you want to be in on it too, like, that's, that's honestly, that's power. Yeah. I mean, and it's so, like, organic. I feel mm-hmm. like it's not forced. She's very, like, herself, which is what I like. Because I'm like, I see a lot of people who um, are able to be successful as influencers, per se. But I feel like there's, like, a... Um, a distance between who they really are Mm -hmm. and you know how they show up on social media she don't care right she is hilarious but i wonder does she feel the pressure of like i need to post today or i need to post this you know because she's pretty frequent and i know like because she even does like oh i have her um her old school playlist she put out there. Mm-hmm. And I wondered, did she feel post like, damn, I usually do this on Friday. I really don't feel like it, but fuck it. You know, people want to see it. Let me do my old school request for this week or whatnot. Like. I wonder, because I guess one of the things that's nice about what she's doing is um, 
it's very much her life. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard. You feel pressured when it's not something you regularly do mm-hmm. or something that's out of your like realm. Like you're gonna be watching TV, cooking dinner, yeah, making her her drink before work. She just cut a camera on and, and just be narrated. Yeah, my I feel like she would do the same thing if she had 500 followers. You know what I'm saying? And probably did. Um, cause that's one thing like with officially adulting, I was like, okay, that's, I signed out of my personal account cause somebody told me a lot of the stuff that I'd be saying on my personal account, they're like, that could be content on, on mm. your other account. Like it's adulting. Everything you're doing is adulting. Mm. Like I posted on my story, which I still got to do that. I got some light bulbs that are out. I don't know if you noticed them. What? They, they're not in here. They're in, uh, in the kitchen. Like, so I got these, like these same light bulbs that's all over the house. Like they're in the kitchen, the living room and my bedroom. Like two of them went out in the kitchen about the same time. One went out in the living room. One went out in my bedroom and them two out in the kitchen is really bothering me. So now when all the lights don't go out, you got to find the right, you know, uh, Watts and all that good stuff. Is it watts or voltage? Watts. <laughs> it's the right. You got to find the right watts and stuff like that in the right size because you don't want that one real bright light. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you take the boat with you? I you did. Go? So I put them in a plastic bag and I go to Lowe's, not Lowe's, but Home Depot. Matter of fact, it was last week. And the only person that was available to help me, I'm sorry, girl, if you're listening. But it was this girl in the store and she was, she was about as confused as me. <laughs> And I just really was just like, okay, girl, like if you didn't know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like I would have, I would have been totally fine. I'm like, girl, I don't know. I'm just here to work. Me and my check. Respect. Um, but she like was showing me like dimming, like dimmer bulbs. And I was like, I don't have a dimmer. Those are $10 a bulb. I was like, you know, like in my house, I was like, there's four, eight, tw- at least 12 of these. I gotta, I'm not spending $120. No, then my under cabinet have, lighting is out too. You and got regular light bulbs in there. Yeah, that's like what I'm I saying. Think. Like, so we couldn't find it at the Home Depot, and I just haven't had time to go try again. I'm probably Did you feel like slightly sexist when you asked her? You like, I knew I shouldn't ask this chick. Yeah, I did. Because I was just in my head, I was like, I basically just asked me about these light bulbs. <laughs> I could have did this myself. Like the help that she's giving me, I was already doing this myself. I hate to be like that, but I literally like every time I get on there and. I just second guess myself. I'm like, I don't want to be that person, but I'm like, fuck, she's standing right there. Let me just ask. That's her. what it was. And then like, I was like, here's what I don't want to do. You know why she's just standing there? Cause she's not helping nobody else. Right. <laughs> Every, all the other men out there helping somebody. That's what That's I didn't want to do. After she helped me and like was not very helpful, then I ran into somebody else and I was like, I know I shouldn't care, but I was like, okay, if I ask him for help and we go back to this light aisle. And then she sees me with this man. Oh, my gosh. I was just like, I'm just going to have to try another store. Because, and, like, make sure that, like, if somebody asks me if I need help and they don't let them help me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's funny we had that anxiety about strangers because I had the same thing when I'm at a restaurant or whatever. And I'm at the register and there's people behind me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll talk about anxiety through the rough roof. I get flustered. Because if, if it's not like a restaurant that I'm like used to going to and I know exactly how to say what I want and what to expect, man, I, I will literally just blurt out whatever I can read on the menu and just hope for the best. Because it can be 10 seconds. And I oh, don't let the person behind me do something like go, 
I was like, fuck, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, right. I'm sorry. It's my first time. I don't know what this is. I would literally go in somewhere and be like, I don't really know what I'm asking <laughs> for. I did that recently, actually. I'm trying to think, where was I at where I really was like, I don't, I don't know. You know, to- which California I'm like that? With two places. Starbucks, not so much because I have my faves that I always get at Starbucks, so I really don't try nothing new there. And I'm going to Google the cup sizes every time. I mean, I would get a Vince. I know Vince is the biggest one, so I always get Vince. See, why would it not be Grande? Because Grande is the middle one. But how you got Grande and not be the biggest? The shortest one is tall. That, that's what is I'm saying. Mind blowing. You get I'm like, let me get a tall such and such. You be like, what is? This? Hey, look, um, you order a tall and somebody get one bigger than you. You like, hold on now, hold on, excuse me. This is false advertisement. I wonder what Venti translates into. Is it Italian? I don't know. Spanish. I know it's not Gr- Spanish. Is Grande Spanish? Grande is like it, it is. A Spanish. Are they mixing languages? Well, you know, tall is English. English. <laughs> Are they mixing languages on us? Did we just break the code on? So is it English? It's the smallest. Spanish is the middle, and Italian is the tallest. Okay. Wait. What do the Starbucks sizes literally mean? Why is it tall so small? Hmm. First of all, here are the size options you can find at Starbucks. Tall, 12 ounces, grande, 16, and venti, 24, and trenta, 31. What the fuck? I've never heard of trenta. Oh, I'm about to fuck them up. Let's briefly address tall. This de- designation by the coffee company is considered by many to be a classic instance of corporate language manipulation. Tall sounds like small, but means close to the opposite. Now I'm never going to re- forget that tall is small. Just because they rhyme. I hate that. The result shit. arguably encourages a consumer to think a little less about the size of his or her beverage, as well as the size of the bill. Interestingly, I can't read today. The tall was not always the smallest drink size. The customers who requested ever larger drinks may be partially responsible for its name. Okay. At first, there was three sizes, short, tall, and grande. When Vinci came along, Schultz dropped the short so as not to crowd the menu boards. Hmm. Little known fact, the size is still available, but let's face it. I like a short doesn't have quite the same ring as the size is based in Italian, dude. So it's Italian. Mm. Okay. Look at that. I didn't know that. Look at TBC dropping y'all downs. Listen, I didn't know. Because <laughs> like now, because I really struggle with that. I will go to Starbucks and I'll be like, what are the Starbucks sizes? Because I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be liking to sound confident. When you when you go to Starbucks, I feel like you're supposed to sound confident. Like, yeah, I would like a venti such and such and such with two pumps of this and that. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to be the person like, um, what's, what's the sizes? I am the guy. Also, I'm me. So big black man with a beard going into Starbucks. Like my expectation level is very low. I will go there and say, ask for a large and have no problems at all. Even though I know it's venti. Sometimes I just might do it just to do it. That's true. I wonder, you know, I've been stressing myself out. They probably, they probably will take small, medium, large. Cause they go, cause I tell you what happens. You tell them a large, cause I've been in there times where I'm like, you, you know how you're doing something, but you're not thinking about what you're doing. Like I know, like when I go, I like a caramel latte soy, right? I will say, uh, let me get a large caramel latte soy. Not realize that a hey, you're in Starbucks, they don't have the same whatever. 
they'll just respond back to me with venti and i'm like oh yeah venti that's hmm. how that works i've been stressing for no reason happens every time do you know what blows my mind that happens at starbucks though with me what <laughs> i tell them my name i like bird b-y-r-d and you know the person at the register writes it down right when the person makes it and calls my name do you know how many times I've gotten beard? <laughs> I can believe it. I'm just like, I've got beard, Bayard, Brian. I'm just like, this isn't even like you see the name bird spelled like this a thousand times in life. Have we? It's a common last name. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes, you have seen it. <laughs> Shut me up. Okay. <laughs> All right. Point. So that's that's the part that blows me. It happens so often, like way more often than you think. And it every time it just gets me. I'm like, so you never seen Bird B Y R D ever? I'm just really frustrated right now because I'm really trying to think where did I go recently where I'm like I don't know how to do this, like order food and stuff like that. Oh, my other one other than Starbucks was a cookout. It's got a big old menu. And they and their ordering style is like, let me get a cheeseburger tray, double tray, and then you can get like weird size like chicken nuggets as a side and shit like this. And then you like, oh, let me get like a wild style double burger tray, double fry with a huge tea or something. Like, I don't know. It's, That's way too much. It's a lot to really process. It just be too much for me. Like I need my I, I like combos. Just give me a number. On the on the four on number four. Yeah, I get frustrated because when I don't know how to do something, I'll be like, "Listen, I, ain't, I I've never done this before. I do not know how to do this. How do I order?" And people usually laugh at me and then they help. <laughs> Analysis paralysis, bro. Like too too many options will always frustrate me. Man, what is? Oh, that's where I was. I went. I finally went to Agave and Rye. Oh, how was it? I still haven't been. Mm. Like I, I literally have not heard one solid good review. Like I had a drink. First of all, so I told you so last week I was working till eleven. So uh-huh. I got off on my last shift. I was like, let me go get me a taco. I've been craving tacos, and ain't nobody really. I wasn't going to Taco Bell. I was like, ain't nobody really selling tacos. It's like, so I was, I'm gonna go to a guy and ride. Didn't smell too bad in there. When mm. I went, so I was like, okay, because that usually is my like deterrent. Oh, yeah. I like going there, like, uh uh-uh. uh, see. So I go in there and I ordered a drink. Uh, one of my uh, one of my friends is like a bartender in there. So, mm. like, I told him, I said, what do I order? Because he was getting off. So he told me what to order. And I was looking at the menu, like, what should I order? I said, I really don't know how to do this. Like, do I just order a taco? Da da da. And the bartender was laughing. And I was like, I ordered it very much subpar like i was just like <laughs> this tastes like the frozen fajita chicken that you can get from costco with some cheese lettuce and sour cream on it and it was not all that great like i was just like i was like i, I if i never came back here again i'd be okay and it was loud like the I music was, was loud I just oh, it just, it, the loud. music was loud the people were loud i was like oh my gosh <laughs> like i was on the phone when i walked in i was like girl okay you know what's funny I used to tell just over time with the more we progress professionally and the more money we make, the more Republican we turn. Like you just <laughs> complained because a, 
a, a public place volume was too loud. It, it, it was. It just, was. just too loud for your like, liking. I'm like, what is it? Is, there's no reason why it should even be this loud. There's not even that many people in here. That's funny because I think I don't like Target because I feel like it's too quiet. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I enjoy Target. I can think. I was in there. I was like, girl, I was like, I got to call you back because it's, it's too loud. She said, like, I can hear you. I said, like, I can't think. Uh, maybe I got PTSD. Every time I'm in Target, I think a shootout about to just take place. It's just way too quiet. Somebody up to something. Nah, see. That's a wild thought. The buggies don't even make no noise. I don't know. They work. All four <laughs> wheels. What would be gliding across the floor? I don't mm-hmm. be liking that. Because Target, I mean, not Target, but Walmart, you go in there and that one wheel don't move. I'll be like, oh my God. See, that's why public is like the soft medium. Like, I like Publix. That, I was just talking to somebody about that today. I was like, I passed three Publix before I reached any other grocery store. So it's going to be hard to convince me to shop anywhere else. But I also very much like Publix because it's convenient and yeah, you pay a little more, but I don't know how they've mastered the art of in and out, but you honestly get in and out of Publix. Mm-hmm. It's everything is always there. They don't move stuff around. It's stocked fully and the line. They they will come grab your buggy out of line. Like you ready to check out? Hold on, let me pull you over here. Like they will come out there and get you. Like, hey, let's 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 go. That's true. Cause I even one day I was like, I would do one of those car orders or one of those like to I must say to go orders on groceries. I don't think that's what it's called. <laughs> but you know, you go online, you place your order, and they just bring it to your car. I did that one time actually, and it was so weird because I just popped my trunk and they put it in my car, closed my trunk, and walked off. I was like, you're not even gonna say hi. <laughs> I don't know. In this day and age, man, efficiency is like crazy. Like, like I told you about me getting my new um when I had to get uh renew my license at the new down. I mean, at the new Mm-mm. place on Parkway. You know the new building on Parkway with the public. That big one at the corner of like Oakwood yeah. and Parkway, whatever. The public Madison County public, whatever. Uh huh. Anyway, we got this brand new building. That's where you go to get like renew your license, your license, uh, no, your your license plate, your license, stuff like that, your taxes, whatever. Brand new. This shit is so efficient. It's almost too efficient. I went to get my renew my license plate. Right. I go in there. You get a little kiosk. You press the button. Like, hey, what you trying to do? Whoop de whoop. I hit the button to renew my license plate. As my ticket is being printed, my number is being called over the intercom. Oh, that make me happy. No, it happened so fast. Like, I didn't even have a... It was being called before I was able to read it fully. So, it's like, now serving A357 at number six. So, now, I, now I'm now i looking at it like, damn, did she just say A35? Damn, what's she telling me to go? I get there, put my stuff down. Give them my card. No lie. In and out inside of five minutes. That is nice. I'll, it was so fast compared to the hours that it used to take. Man, I, what? I, I almost feel like the shit isn't legit. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, this not even a real sticker. <laughs> this, can't, this can't be no real sticker. No way. Because at Parkway Mall. Woo-wee. And the line wouldn't even be ridiculously long. It just <gasps> took forever. Oh, what's worse? Have you ever had to get a passport from the post office? Yes, that's where I got my passport. Three people will take you all day long. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what they're doing back there. 
Because when I got back there, it literally took me five minutes. So I have no idea what the other people in front of me were doing. To, to this day, I still can't tell you. Matter of fact, it was so much that I had to go to go through to get a passport. I had to go back two days. I had to go back the next day. Because like whatever situation in the passport fill outs, I didn't have something right. Oh, they needed a, they needed a copy of something and we're in the post office. And I'm like, y'all don't have a fax machine here? They're like, no, you got to copy it on your own. So I had to go to FedEx and it was like, well, by the time you get to FedEx, we'll be closed when you get, when you come back. Cause we close, we close at one thirty or something. I said, what the f- are you here to service the people or not? They're not. Yeah. But to say, I met, I think when I went, I had to make sure and I double check cause I was, I'm not going to keep coming back here. How long do passports last? Years. Plus, I know it's a long time. I'm just wondering, like, I feel like. Probably need to check that. Yeah. yeah. I need to check my passport and see. My pistol permit expired this year, and uh, boy, I got pulled over and almost went to jail. Oh, because guess who had a pistol? (laughs) Oh, but that's like one of the random things you be like, you know, I didn't even know that was expired, right? It expired in January. Oh, he was like, like, I could take you to jail. I like, bruh, he was like, you good because you're like, because you told me, you know, because he asked me, I had a gun in the car, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. And he was like, because you told me, whatever, just. Go get it taken care of, whatever, and whatever. So I literally went down to well, down to the witch collar place the next day. I, like, I believe it. I would too. I was like, and then the crazy thing is, like, when they expire, it take like up to thirty days to get it back. Yeah. So now I'm just out here riding there, just Bonnie and Clyde style. Just here I was thinking you're about to say, here I here I am riding without my gun. <laughs> yeah right catch me slacking <laughs> I was just telling somebody that like down here I was like I don't personally have one yet but I was like I never feel unprotected because I was like 90% of the time whoever I'm with somebody has one that was my that was kind of like my perspective when old buddy in Texas had shot the dude shot them, shot them folks up in the high school mm-hmm. I was like they're kind of going to he, it's kind of been like light talk about it so I feel like nothing's really going to come about it because they believe he was bullied or whatever but my perspective is you still shot up a school mm-hmm. which is fine not which is fine but which is fine because if that's going to be the presence that y'all going to set that you can make allowances for people to bring guns into school and shoot others and you know kind of it not be a big deal in your eyes maybe because you're in Texas or whatever if I was a parent there just know that my child will be going to school with a gun also mm-hmm. just because my child will be the one to shoot back. And that's how I, that's how my morals are. That's how I believe in my rights. That's how I won't, I want everybody to have a gun because I feel like you are less likely to use it when you feel like somebody else is going to shoot back at you. That's true. So yeah, you feel big and bad to go to school and shoot it up when you know for a fact, nobody else in there has a gun. Now, when you feel like a couple people may have one in there, hey, you might think twice. Odds change up a little bit. Exactly. Ain't no fun when a rabbit got the gun. On that note, man, it has been close to two hours, man. Really? Yes. We are glad to be back. We did a good job of rambling. We did. I enjoy myself. It, it feels good. Really, really good to pod again. I missed you guys. Y'all didn't miss me, obviously, but... Whatever, that's cool. You're stuck with me now. You got anything for me, April? No, I'm just glad to be back, too. It's just, I'm surprised we've reached two hours. It just feels like we're just talking. Yeah. 
Kind of like it. We kind of needed that break, I feel like. Even though, like, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. Like, it felt good to, like, take a break, step away, and, like, come back. Right, because, you know, got us a chance to really miss you guys. Mm-hmm. So, how do I end the shit? I forget. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I forgot how to end. Uh, you're supposed to tell them something. Oh, you're supposed to tell your socials. No, because you, you used to always ask my socials, then you give the black card socials. So you just give the black card socials. Damn, you don't want the people to follow you? You don't want the people to follow you? No. Exactly. So <laughs> they want to, look, we can follow each other on the black card. That's T-H-E-B-L-X-C-K-C-A-R-D. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, what's the email? T-H-E-B-L-X-C-K-C-A-R-D. At gmail.com. Wrong. Oh, is it? What I do? <laughs> T-H-E-B-L-X-C-K-C-A-R-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Whatever. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Bird. I'm April D. And this has been another episode of the Black Card Podcast. Thank you for listening. And Mama, sorry for cussing. <laughs>